My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to harness the potential of your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm an accent coach from Toronto, living in Mexico. And I teach people from all around the world, of all walks of life, how they can develop an American accent. And beyond that, how they can improve their speaking skills in general. And the amazing thing as well is once you start to learn how to develop an accent, you also develop great listening skills. It's an incredible bonus of practicing the American accent because you learn what to listen for and now you start to literally hear new sounds. And ultimately, the words which would typically seem bunched together and maybe kind of confusing or too quick start to become clear and distinct. So practicing the American accent, or practicing any accent, isn't just some superficial, you know, idea of you have to speak like a native speaker. Oh no, there are benefits for your language skills that go far beyond just how people look at you. It improves your listening. It improves your overall endurance. How long you can speak for before you get tired. I mean, my Spanish, for example, if I go to a party, after two and a half, three hours of speaking only Spanish and listening to only Spanish with people, I'm exhausted. And I imagine you probably feel the same with your English. If you speak it for hours, you get tired. Well, my friend, if that is a problem for you, I'm happy to say that you're listening to the right guy and you're taking the right steps to change that. So what are we going to talk about today? How am I going to help you harness the potential of your speech today? Well, my friend, we're going to look at a number of words that are spelled with the letter O, but pronounced as a letter U. Spelled with an O, pronounced with a U. Uh, sort of sound. Words like Monday, oven, color, dozen, uh. They're all getting an uh sound, just a U, uh, but the spelling is an O. And for this reason, I've got a lot of students who I will hear say Monday, Oven, Kohler, trying to make their sound match what their eyes are seeing or what they anticipate it to be. Now, there are no spelling indicators for this. There's no way that you can look at how a word is spelled and be certain that that O is going to make an uh sound, a short U sound, uh. You can't be sure of it. And so the only way to get the hang of this is by memorizing words where an O sounds like a U. So isn't that great? Memorizing. There's no rules. You gotta memorize the stuff. No, of course that's not great. Those are the things that you hate because you can't always find a common denominator. And it makes it tough. And so here's something that I've got to offer you, my friend. 
Since this is my 99th episode, I'm going to offer you something for free here. And it's just going to be a link at the bottom of this episode, a Google Doc. Just click on that Google Doc in the description, and you'll find some resources to give this a little more direction. Twelve words where O sounds like a U. I'm attaching that in the Google Doc. There's, you don't have to message me. You don't have to do anything. This podcast episode is going to cover just a handful of the words that are in this whole document. Maybe five words or so, and a handful of idiomatic expressions along with them. But this document contains 12 different words. So click on that link, and you'll have access to a few more things to practice with. Now, we'll get into that lesson in just a moment. However, first, I'd just like to say thank you for checking out episode number 99. There's been a lot of work put into this, my friend. There's been a lot of work, a lot of writing, a lot of late nights, early mornings recording stuff, dragging around my bag of recording equipment through airports, and it's it's a lot of work. However, I'm happy to say that I've got a few hundred listeners now all around the world. That's incredible to me. Truly inspires me to keep making more content, and I'm going to keep coming up with more and more stuff. Here's my goal in the long run. I want to be someone who can make this kind of content, put it online for others to learn from, because it's great for people of all levels of spoken English. And I want to keep providing the opportunities for you folks through this podcast as a free resource for people all over the world to learn. Because, folks, whether you're a beginner or a pro, or you just have this, you know, curiosity about learning the American accent, but but maybe you're not too sure how somebody can even reach that goal. Well, my friends, hey, that's what I'm here to help you with. I am here to help you reach your goals of speaking with an American accent. That's what I do. I've worked with people from all over the world. And each person has their own unique reasons for wanting to work on their spoken English. But one thing that I've noticed most of these people have in common is that they lack confidence in their English skills. This is why I'm here to walk you through the process of learning the American accent and to put those insecurities behind you. So my friend, if that message speaks to you, if you're someone who wants to put those insecurities behind you, Check out the Udemy link in the description, take a look at my video course, and find out exactly how I can help. This course will show you how you can harness the sounds, the stress, and the connecting of words that matches the average American accent. Of course, there are many accents throughout the United States. We're talking about, you know, the broadcaster accent. Anyway, let's get into our lesson for today. Let's see some words where O sounds like a U. Because you see, many people feel more confident pronouncing all words just as they're spelled. And, as we've seen in the past, this is where many non-native speakers will differ from native English speakers. We want to overcome this just by memorizing a handful of new words. Just taking things one step at a time. Let's start with a word that I notice people all over the world mixing up. Oven. O-V-E-N. It's spelled with an O, but it's pronounced with an uh. A short U. Uh. Sound. Now, here's what I want you folks to notice. When I go oven, oven, I'm not making my lips round. I'm not going oven. 
I'm not stretching it out just because it's an O spelling. My lips are kind of neutral. My jaw drops lightly. It doesn't drop that much. just drops a little. Uh, But my tongue is low in the back of my mouth, and it's low in the front. Uh, uh. Not ah or oh, but oven. Here's another one which I really like because it has a lot of these uh sounds. It is a really kind of a lazy sounding word. Enough. 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 Notice I'm not saying enough or enough, making two strong syllables, but uh. Enough. I'm making the E in the beginning into a schwa sound, an uh sound. And then the O-U in the middle are getting an uh sound as well, but a stronger one, a short U. Enough, enough. Now, I'd just like to take a moment to quickly point out that the spelling here of this short U is an O-U, E-N-O-U-G-H. But we're not pronouncing that O-U as a now or anything like that, ow, but just uh, uh. Enough, enough, E-N-O-U-G-H, enough, whereas oven is an O-V-E-N, totally different spelling. So you can't always count on the spelling for a direction with this. Here's another one for you. We saw, I've made a whole episode in the past about this, money, money. It's not money or money, but money. Getting an uh sound in that O. Oh, money. And this time we're seeing M-O-N-E-Y. Totally different spelling from anything we've seen up above. Oven. Enough. Money. Different spellings. The O that's in there sounding like an uh, but the letters aren't going to indicate this. Let's see another here. How about the word tough? Tough. There's a useful one, eh? Tough. T-O-U-G-H. Okay, again, we are seeing that O-U-G-H spelling here. Just like we saw in enough. But that doesn't always mean it's going to be an uh sound. For example, in T-H-O-U-G-H, we don't go thuff, but we go though. Oh, God, totally different thing now. Though. So this is what I'm saying. We've got to memorize the specific words. We can't tell from the spelling when O is going to sound like a U. All right, one more word I'd like to bring to your attention right here is dozen. Dozen. D-O-Z-E-N, dozen. Dozen is 12, right? A dozen is 12 of something. A set of 12. A dozen. And again, here we've got a D-O-Z. Nothing in common with the other words. So now that we've got a handful of these words down, and you're able to open your ears to this concept a little bit, as always, let's put them into context. I'd like to give you just a handful of idiomatic expressions to use these words with. Let's see what we've got. The first one, oven. A bun in the oven. Whoa, a bun in the oven. 
What is that? A bun in the oven? It's saying we are pregnant. And notice, by the way, how I said we are pregnant. Now, personally, I think that it's strange, but instead of just saying a woman is pregnant, Americans will say we are pregnant. We're pregnant. We've got a bun in the oven. The U in the word bun makes the same sound as the O in the word oven. A bun in the oven. Someone has a baby on the way. They're pregnant. A bun in the oven. Let's see another one here. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. This is like saying no more will be tolerated. Enough is enough. Get upstairs and go to bed. You can tell that to your children. Enough is enough. So when it's bedtime, it's a great opportunity to practice your English. Send your kids to bed and tell them enough is enough. It means I won't tolerate any funny business, kids. No funny business. Get to bed. Enough is enough. And remember, it's not enough. It's not enough, but uh, enough. Enough is enough. I'll write the next one. A money idiom. Money talks. Money talks. And by the way, notice that syllable stress. Strong, weak, strong. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks, this is to say people are influenced by money. In some places around the world, if a police officer pulls you over, you can give them money and they'll leave you alone. Money talks. Of course, don't try that one in the United States or Canada. It's going to get you in trouble. It really is not worth it to try to bribe a police officer in Canada or the United States. However, there are other uses for it. For example, I was talking with a student about this today. With the game hockey, we've got the NHL, the National Hockey League. This is the league where the hockey stars between Canada and the United States play. Now, in the NHL, the best teams, the teams that win most often, are American teams. This is true. However, these American teams are full of Canadian players. Full of them. Now, this upsets a lot of Canadian hockey fans because Canadian hockey fans want Canadian teams to win. However, money talks. These American teams have the money to influence the players to abandon the Canadian teams and join the American team. Money talks. Money influences people. All right, up next we've got tough. I'm sure that you remember tough. T-O-U-G-H. Tough. Tough. Tough as nails. As tough as nails. That old man's as tough as nails. What does that mean? Tough as nails. Well, this is like saying a person who is very resilient in the face of pain or hardship. So it's like saying when times get difficult, this is someone who doesn't crack. They stay strong. There's a lot of ladies out there raising children on their own, single mothers. Those ladies are tough as nails. Tough as nails. They've been through it all. 
tough as nails. If you know someone who you feel is as tough as nails, let them know. Tell them, hey, I really respect you. You're tough as nails. Someone who is extremely resilient. Very strong. And then the final word that we had was dozen. That's word number five. And so this is idiomatic expression number five. Dozen. A dime a dozen. A dime a dozen. A dime a dozen. What does that mean? Well, this is to say that something is extremely common and that it has a very low value. Paper clips, for example, are a dime a dozen. Phone chargers. These days, phone chargers are a dime a dozen. You go through so many phone chargers. They break or you lose them. You forget them in your friend's car. And then now they've got a new phone charger because... They, you can't just tell them, I think I left my phone charger in your car and you're using it. Because what if they say, no, this is my phone charger. Well, now they've got a phone charger and you're in a tough situation because you've got to call your friend a liar. And that's not easy. So you go out and you just get a new one. You say, eh, whatever, they're a dime a dozen. Phone chargers, dime a dozen. Very common, very low value. I'll even give you one more idiomatic expression with the word dozen a baker's dozen so here's your bonus idiom of the day a baker's dozen baker's dozen notice the syllable stress there baker's dozen a baker's dozen a baker's dozen is 13 of something instead of 12 suppose that you go to a bakery and you order a dozen donuts or a dozen cookies or whatever pastries and baked goods you like well they just may throw an extra one in there for you to taste and that's what makes it a baker's dozen the baker gives you an extra one if you get a dozen and so it's 13 instead of 12 a baker's dozen well folks this brings us to wrapping this one up for today this has been a nice episode we've covered a serious topic here Words spelled with an O but pronounced as a U. A tricky habit to develop, a tricky thing to catch, but luckily this isn't something that you need to try to take on all at once. We've just looked at five words. Five words today, nothing that's going to overwhelm you. It's something that you could handle, five words. And I now invite you to check out the link in the description. Open up that Google Doc, my friend, and you're going to see a whole bunch more words and some detailed examples for you to work with. Honest, it's free. Just click it. I've added it in there. I figure, hey, might as well make some resources available here. So click that Google Doc in the description, and you will open up a free lesson for yourself with 12 words that have an O that sounds like a short U, along with a great pool of materials to work with to boost your ability to recognize this. As we've seen, there are no spelling indicators of this. You have to learn to identify it simply by memorizing the vocabulary. I'm sorry to tell you that's the way it's done, but that's the way it's done. You've got to memorize the vocabulary. And if you like what you see there, make sure that you check out the other link in the description where you can find access to my video course, which will truly help you take your spoken English to a whole other level. 
In this video course, we dive into some of the specific sounds used in the American accent to convey stress and meaning and to control our strong and weak syllables while we link words together. Check it out. There's a link in the description. I assure you, my friend, if you're someone who takes learning the American accent seriously, this video course is a resource which is most certainly worth your time. Well, anyway, I gotta get going. I've got another class coming up shortly, and I've got a few things to take care of before that class. So thank you for your undivided attention. It's been, I very much appreciate the time that you take out of your daily life to learn with me here. It's an incredible thing to me to think that I am teaching a lesson right now in a country that I've never even stepped into. But I do hope I get to visit your country someday. I would love to come over there. Maybe not to teach any lessons. Maybe just to come over on vacation. But for now, just knowing that my voice is playing in a land that I've never stepped in before, that's an incredible thought to me. So thank you very much for your time. Make sure to hit subscribe and make sure that you share this episode with any friends of yours that you believe would benefit from it. I hope you enjoy yet another wonderful day on this planet and have a good one. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.